like the song says, it's beginning to look a lot like springtime. <laughs> what a beautiful day. What a beautiful day to begin New Year's Day, January the 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Another year with hopes and dreams and wondering what will it all be like. And many people make resolutions for the new year. And like myself, they break them by the end of today. <laughs> Why do we make resolutions? Why do we think that we can try to live a better life? Maybe take care of ourselves a little better, take care of others more. Why do we all do that? Because I think deep down in the human psyche, there is this fundamental desire born out of hope that tomorrow will be a better day. No one wants a worse day. We want it better, healthier, maybe wealthier, wiser. Maybe I've resolved myself to be more patient with family and friends. Maybe I've resolved myself to eat less or drink less. Or maybe just try to take a day at a time. Whatever the resolutions, notice that we put all that emphasis on ourselves as though somehow I can pick myself up by the bootstraps and make my life happy. Because I can do that. I can choose to make my life happy. Well, I don't know if we can alone. In fact, I don't think we can alone. If you want to reduce Christianity to a self-improvement program, do that. Just take care of yourself exercise, eat, do the right things that your doctor tells you. That's a self-improvement program. That's good, not bad. But in that understanding of Christianity, that kind of spirituality of self-improvement, there's very little room for God in all of that. So if it's all about you and your self-improvement program for the new year, then you don't need God. But the truth is we do, and God knows that. Each one of us was made to know, to love, and to serve him in this life that we might do most perfectly in the next. It was never about ourselves. So in this new year, as we begin again, we are confronted in this journey, another year, another day, in this passing world, to make a choice. And the choice is for God to allow his grace, his mercy, his love, his forgiveness, and all of the attributes and graces of his life, death and resurrection to flood our lives so that we can do his will. And that's why we were made. Which brings us to Our Lady. 
whom we honor always on the first day of a new year, Mary, the mother of God, who has four words, thy will be done. Very simple. If there's any resolution, it's really to accord our wills gradually more and more to his and to accept a share in what God wants for us, for me, for you. We have our list of wants, but we so often mess it up. Look at the world. Now, God always knew our need, and our need was not for a banker to figure out our financial crises. We didn't need a doctor to solve COVID and all sorts of diseases and plagues. We didn't need a politician to try to figure out how to run Congress. We didn't need an engineer. We didn't need a physicist or a poet. And we certainly didn't need another philosopher to tell us how to live the good life. We've had that with Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, and others. No, what we needed was what we, you, I, together, or individually cannot accomplish, and that is our salvation. We needed a savior. That's one thing mankind cannot produce, even artificially. So God knows our need. And this whole Christmas season, these 12 days of Christmas are all about the various perspectives on that incarnation, that incarnate, in the flesh. God becomes flesh. God takes on flesh in this boy named Jesus. The name given him by the angel, the name that Joseph was to give him legally at the time of his birth. Heshua in Aramaic, Jesus. So our Lord has become man, has taken on flesh, and this has always been his resolution. So let's think about resolutions again. We have ours, but from God's perspective, what has always been his unchanging, eternal resolution? Resolved to do what? To save us. That has never changed. The Old Testament prophesying all that for centuries. Fulfilled in Jesus Christ, this God made man in a manger with these little arms is the same Jesus Christ, 33 years later, on a cross, arms extended. The same Jesus Christ then and now. Nothing has changed. His resolution is the same. For 2,023 years, in fact, from all eternity, to save us from sin. So our resolution is to then try to figure out how God wants to save me. And how is he saving me? How is he rescuing me from the clutches of sin and my own messed up desires? Because every time I try to figure it out on my own, I mess it up. I think I know what I'm doing, but I really don't. Then I get confused and frustrated and angry at myself and others. No, thy will be done. Keep it simple. 
just like Mary. And Joseph, thy will be done. And the two of them would teach the baby boy so that in time he could be on a cross and say, Abba, why? Why have you abandoned me? Not my will, thy will be done. Four words, very simple. And when we open ourselves up to that, God can move. The Holy Spirit can move in our lives. Now, if you don't believe that, walk away. But you're not going to walk away. See, the shepherds didn't understand. The wise men tried to figure it out. They were amazed. We come in faith not because we understand God's will, but because we know in faith that his will is always good for us. God does not wish to condemn us, but to save us. That has always been his resolution. Not to destroy us, not to condemn, but to love us, to redeem us, to raise us up. And all of those moments in our lives, last year, this year, and for the rest of our lives, has always been the same story. God is always trying to intervene in our lives to say, look, I'm here. Pick me up out of a cradle or take me down from the cross. Either way, embrace me with your arms the way I embraced you in Bethlehem, the way I embraced you in Jerusalem, and the way I even now embrace you with my body and blood at St. Anne's Catholic Church on this New Year's Day. And all of that, friends, was made possible because of a woman who said, thy will be done. Did she understand it? Clearly, Luke tells us, as we've said before from this pulpit, Mary had no idea. In fact, Luke says she was greatly disturbed by the message Gabriel brought to her. Greatly, profoundly disturbed, perturbed is the old word. Totally turned around. Not easy. But the resolution then is gradually to trust in God. And in time, Mary could say, thy will be done. Joseph the same way, greatly disturbed. Yet in time, he accepts a share in God's will and says, thy will be done. So this woman makes it possible because God doesn't have a human nature. So he's going to have to get it from one who is completely, utterly, 100% human, not divine. So while she is mother of Jesus, and if Jesus is Lord and God, ergo, Mary is mother of God. So simple. And yet the world says, you Catholics are crazy that God should have a mother. Again, I don't understand it all. But that doesn't mean I cannot, with my faith, trust God's will be done. She did. You can too. In this new year, with God's grace, may every grace and blessing be yours as you pray with Mary. Thy will be done. With Jesus, thy will be done. 
with Joseph, thy will be done. With God himself made man, thy will be done on earth as it is and has ever forbidden in heaven. His resolution doesn't change. His desire is an eternal covenant with you. Let that be your New Year's gift, your New Year's resolution to attend to his for you.